Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back with all of our listeners again today. Great to have this opportunity to be together, to open up God's Word and study a little bit further, learn a little bit more, dig a little bit deeper, and grow spiritually. Because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We're thankful to be able to be with you each day, Monday through Friday, on this radio program and open up God's Word and, we pray, hope help you to come to a better, fuller understanding of what it really teaches. We do look at the scriptures in depth and in detail, but we try to explain them in a way that is easy to understand and that makes sense for your daily life. We encourage you to keep studying, and if you have any questions or thoughts, please contact us. You can do that through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. You can click on the email link, or you can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. Now, we encourage you to tell everybody you can about Search the Scriptures. Encourage them to listen to this program every day, Monday through Friday but also encourage them to go to our website, churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com, and click on the podcast button and sign up for our podcasting. We know that many people listen to this program a lot, but they can't listen every single day in some cases because of scheduling conflicts or one thing and another. But when you sign up for our podcasting, and by the way, it's free, and it always will be free, you'll automatically receive this radio program, Search the Scriptures, to your smart device, whether that's your smartphone or computer or whichever one you choose, automatically, every day, Monday through Friday. And so if you miss a program, you can go to your podcasting and listen to it there at your convenience. But you'll also receive a great deal more Bible teaching. You'll receive a Sunday morning Bible class, a Wednesday night Bible class, and all of our sermons. And a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes or so long each day, but it's every day getting into God's Word for a little while that we call today's Bible class. Now, 13 minutes, we can almost always fit that into our busy schedule any day. It's All of that is there for you and free and will automatically go to your smart device every day. Now, we encourage you to... Also, if you're in the Omaha area, to come and visit with us in person, study God's Word with us, get to know us, let us get to know you, worship God with us, grow spiritually with us. A lot of our radio program listeners have done that over the years, and many have stayed with us. Now, our church building is located at 3606 North 108th Street, 3606 North 108th Street, right here in Omaha. Bible classes begin at 9.30 on Sunday morning, followed by worship at 10.30. Sunday evening, 6 o'clock, we come back together for another period of worship and Bible study. And on Wednesday evenings, we meet together in the middle of the week, each Wednesday evening, 6.30 in the evening, for midweek Bible classes. You're welcome to any and all of these services, and we hope to see you soon and get to know you and let you get to know us soon, in person, at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ. We're going to finish this particular line of study today. We're asking the question that Jesus asked, and we're asking it for Jesus. In essence, Jesus asked Peter, do you love me more than these? We find this particular text in John chapter 21. The setting is that 
This is the third time Jesus appeared to his apostles after his resurrection. The apostles had been out in a boat on the water fishing all night. And though at least four of them were professional fishermen, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, they had caught nothing all night. But Jesus standing on the shore, but far enough away, and, and again, it had been dark all night. Perhaps the day was dawning at this point, or maybe it had already dawned, but they did not recognize him as being Jesus. Now, of course, they were some distance away from the shore themselves in that boat. But he calls from the shoreline and he says, cast your net on the other side of the boat. Well, though they had caught nothing all night, they did exactly as Jesus said. And the net was filled with so many large fish, the text says, that they could not pull the net into the boat. John, the apostle, perceptive, he said, it is the Lord. He recognized what had happened. Peter then jumps in the water and swims to shore to Jesus. While the rest of the apostles, they start rowing the boat to shore, dragging the net behind them as they went. When all the apostles arrived in the shoreline, they found that Jesus had prepared breakfast for them, a meal of fish and bread, and they sat and ate. Well, they must have been hungry. They'd fished all night. It was breakfast time, but having been hungry and working all night, (laughs) trying to catch fish, casting in the net time after time, undoubtedly, but catching nothing, and now dragging that net full of large fish to the shoreline as they rowed to the shore, rowed their boat to the shore themselves, well, they must have been hungry. While they were eating, the text tells us in verse 15, when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. But Jesus asked again in the next verse, verse 16, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And then in the next verse, verse 17, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Well, three times Jesus asked Simon, asked Peter, do you love me? Three times Peter, and the third time emphatically, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And the text even says that Peter was grieved when when Jesus asked him that third time, do you love me? Well, Simon must have thought, if not on that at that particular moment, he must have thought about it later that Jesus has asked him, do you love me? The same number of times Peter had denied him not very many days before. As Jesus was being run through a series of mock trials and hearings, and the next day he would be crucified on the cross. Peter denied him that night three times, and then he wept bitterly. And certainly he came to repentance. And now Peter, now Jesus was asking Peter three times, do you love me? And I want us to really, and that's what we've been doing in this particular line of study, we really focused on the way Jesus worded it that first time when he asked Peter, 
Do you love me more than these? What could he have meant by these? Do you love me more than these? I think instinctively we would think, well, he's talking about, do you love me more than these, your fellow apostles here? The other 10 men eating breakfast with us at this time? The ones you've been fishing with all night? Do you love me more than these? Do we love Jesus? Do you love Jesus more than anyone in this world? Jesus taught the apostles on the night of his betrayal, before he went to the cross, you need to love each other as I've loved you. And by that love, people around you who are not my followers, they will see me in your love for each other. So you need to love each other genuinely. John the Apostle later wrote about this love that we are to have for our true brothers and sisters in Christ, our true fellow Christians. He says, we need to love each other. We can't love God and not love our brother or sister in Christ. And he says, we need to love in not just in word, but also in deed. We need to demonstrate that love in the way we treat our brothers and sisters in Christ. We're to love our neighbor as ourselves, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 22, verse 39. And the apostle Paul wrote that husbands and wives are to love each other as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. But Jesus said in Matthew 10 and verse 37, in essence, if you love anybody more than you love me, you're not worthy of me. Do you love me more than these? Jesus asks you and me more than anybody else in the world. We pose the possibility that Jesus was talking about, do you love me more than this meal I just made for you? These fishes you just ate, this bread that you just ate, do you love me more than these? More than physical food necessary for your physical nourishment and longevity? Well, in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 27, Jesus talked about the necessities of life. And he said, look at the birds of the air. They don't plant a crop. They don't reap a harvest. But your Father in heaven feeds them. Do you love me? enough to trust me to take care of you? Jesus said in, in verses 31 and through 33 that God knows you have need of these necessities. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We need to trust God to take care of us. He blesses us in so many ways, I think many of which we don't even realize a lot of the times. And he says he'll take care of us. Do you love me more than these? More than the food necessary for life? Or could Peter have been looking at or thinking about that massive catch of fish as income and thinking we're going to have a good day today selling these fish? Well, do you love me more than money? Do you love me more than the riches of the world? Do you love me more than that retirement income that you've been saving up and investing in for so many years? Do you love me more than these? More than that big house you bought? Do you love me more than that expensive car with all the bells and whistles? Do you love me more than the designer clothing that you buy with all the right tags on it? Do you love me more than these? Jesus asks. 
soul-searching question, isn't it? Especially when you think of all the potential applications. But we also talked about, what about reaching levels of success in our profession, in our career, reaching recognition and praise and glory and honor from our society and our culture, being recognized as kind of a cut above others around us, seeking, receiving praise and honor. Do you love me more than, Je- the, more than these, Jesus would ask? We're instructed to humble ourselves before God and let him lift us up. That particular lesson is written in Scripture in both Old Testament and New Testament over and over again. James chapter 4 and verse 10 is one such instance. Do you find yourselves compromising your dedication and commitment to Jesus for recreational pursuits or something else, a hobby, something that you're really interested in? In 1 Timothy chapter 4, the Apostle Paul wrote this, and I know that being health conscious is important, and physical fitness, that particular industry is pretty big right now, and it's really emphasized in our culture. Well, Paul wrote this in, in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8, for bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Now, Paul's not putting down physical fitness. He says it's profitable to an extent, but it's not the be-all, end-all. He says godliness, godliness is profitable for all things. The Hebrews writer talked about this in Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14. He said, solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Now, the Hebrews writer there is talking about spiritual exercise. Well, where are you at? Are you exercising your spiritual muscles and growing strong in your faith and dedication and commitment? Physical well-being, physical exercise, recreation, hobbies, those can be good and beneficial to an extent. But Jesus still asks, do you love me more than these? It's interesting. I want us to read from Jeremiah chapter 9 in verses 23 and 24. And here the prophet wrote, and of course this is God's word. In fact, Jeremiah identifies it as such. He says, thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, let not the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth, For in these I delight, says the Lord. We need to know God, not just know about him, but we need to walk with him. We need to be with him 
We need to be in his spiritual family, the church, more than any other focus in this life, in our physical life on this earth. The Apostle Paul talked about how God sent Jesus, who knew no sin, to that cross to be sin for us, that we might be counted as righteousness before God. God loves you that much. He loves me that much. He loves all mankind that much that he sent his son to the cross to die to pay the price for the guilt of our sins. He sent God the Son, Jesus the Savior, who knew no sin, never sinned, even all of those 33 years that he lived upon this earth as in human form, never submitted to the temptations the devil continually bombarded him with. But he, hanging on that cross, bore the guilt of all of the sins of all mankind for all time. And that includes yours and mine. The Apostle Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2 and verse 20. In Colossians chapter 3, Colossians chapter 3, and I want us to read beginning with verse 1. And here the Apostle Paul writes about where ought to be our basic commitment and focus and dedication in life. He said, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth, for you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Where is your focus? What is the main influence in your life? What is the main goal? What is the driving force in your life? Is it something of this world? Is it money, your job, your career? Is it some relationship with another human being, maybe even with your own family? Remember in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 37, Jesus said, if you love father or mother more than me, or son or daughter more than me, and by way of implication, if you love anybody more than me, you're not worthy of me, he said. Now, he did not say you should not love your father or mother or your son or daughter or friends or other relatives or work associates, but he says nothing and nobody can come before me in your love and dedication and commitment. Do you love me more than these? In John chapter 14 and verse 15, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That is, be obedient to my teachings. He repeated it in verse 21. He repeated it again in verse 23. If you love me, you will keep my words. You will be obedient to my teachings. Whatever it might be in life that catches your attention, whatever it might be that, that seems to be a driving force in your life, Jesus asks you, as he asked Peter, on that occasion so long ago. Do you love me more than these? 
whatever you could think of that might come between you and your dedication to God and Christ? Do you love whatever those things might be, whatever those matters might be, more than God, more than your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Do you love me more than these? We'd like to help you come to God through Jesus, understanding the dedication that he expects of you, and learning that you can do that. You can live that faithful, dedicated, committed Christian life consistently. You can contact us again through our website at churchofchrist.com, churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link and contact us that way. Or you can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. We'd love to talk with you. We'd love to pray with you. We'd love to send you a free Bible study or get together with you in person and study God's Word together. We all need to ask that question, whatever it might be that might be in our mind that might be holding us back some. Jesus asks, do you love me more than these? We need to pray for God's guidance, to thank him for his love for us, and for his guidance and encouragement to love him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. Matthew chapter 22. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son to the cross to die for us, even while we were still sinners. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much that you bless us so continually in so many ways. Thank you for making the way through your love for us, for us to be forgiven and redeemed and saved and have a home with you in heaven for all of eternity through Jesus. Please, Father, help us to demonstrate through our lives that we love you more than anything that is in and of this world. Whenever we might wonder if Jesus is asking at any moment in our time, do you love me more than these? That we can with confidence respond, yes, Lord, I love you more than these. And help us to show it in the way we live. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.